everyone listening to Round Guys Radio Network. Real quick, why don't you sign up for our newsletter? Whenever we have a new episode, we have a newsletter release. The only time we push one out, go over to roundguysbrewery.com slash RGR. Thank you for listening. The other day, I stopped off at the brewery to do my routine photo collection, media collection, per our needs on a marketing end for the upcoming couple of weeks. To my surprise, our large communal table, that's the large table in a corner supported by two large barrels, was packed. And it was packed with faces I knew. None of these faces are usually in on a weekend. I saw Scott and his wife, Sarah. There was our events lady, Patty, and her husband, Jeremy. Had Alex, the brewer, and a couple other folks all hanging at the table. And they were making sandwiches. And I thought, what the hell is going on? A woman who lives in my townhouse development um, had said that she was collecting peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for a program called Operation Bread Drop. What she what she does is every she collects them every Monday, and she allows anybody who wants to participate just you know let her know roughly how many sandwiches and uh, drop them off. And it, it's something to you know she preaches to do it as a you know either a community op- opportunity or a family you know building time or just you know a way to to give back. We've been doing it on and off as a family where just something on a Sunday, she'll buy a loaf of bread and, you know, one of the kids will make two sandwiches, another kid will make three sandwiches and then Sarah and I will make it, whatever, and whatever is left and then we'll drop them off that, that morning for uh, the Operation Bread Drop. I want to bring that to uh, to the pub is just something for the staff initially to start with and say, hey, let's, you know, get together on a Sunday and, uh, and make some sandwiches. Welcome to another episode of Inside Debris on the Brown Guys Radio Network. I'm your host, Bill McGinney, and today we're going to learn about the Bread Drop Campaign. For those of you not aware of the Bread Drop Campaign, this is a campaign where you literally make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It can't get any easier than that. It's a phenomenally innovative approach that bore out of COVID to support the homeless and feed people who have food insecurity. Before we get going, I just want to let you guys know you can learn more about this episode at the roundguysbrewery.com page. Just go to roundguysbrewery.com slash podcast. It's right there on the main slab of the page. And you can also pay attention to that page and our Facebook page or our, our Google side to see when we actually have these volunteer days where you can come in and just sit there and make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches while you're drinking a tasty beer at Round Guys Brewing Company. Round Guys Brewing Company is located at 324 West Main Street. In Lansdale, Lansdale's oldest brewery, almost 10 years old, actually will be 10 years old in 2022. So definitely stop by and enjoy some of the great tasty food. We have some delicious cheesesteaks. In addition to that, some, some phenomenal fries. Loaded fries are incredible. We have a great salad core, including a really great funky chicken salad. I always get that whenever I'm in. Wings. Man, I devour a lot of our wings. Garlic parm, I'm still addicted to. I can't get myself off of those. And of course, we have some other foods like flatbreads and 
and ice cream, homemade ice cream sandwiches. So definitely stop on by. Learn more again, roundguysreader.com. If you're interested in learning more about this show or you're looking for any of the links from this show, please go to roundguysreader.com slash podcast and you'll see the full write up in there and you can identify any links you want to follow up or anything like that. Let us know what you guys are thinking. I really appreciate you guys listening and, and taking an interest in Round Guys Brewing Company. Uh, like I said, it's inside the brewery. Try and provide the stories of the brewery, stories behind the scenes of what actually goes on in the product and the business that we have here. And today couldn't be any better. I'm just going to leave you with one last request. If you could go out there and give us some comments and likes on whatever podcast service you're using to listen to this. And without further ado, let's jump into today's show. My name is Lou Farrell. I'm done a number of different things. I, I, I was uh, I was a brewer at Dock Street in, in the 90s and uh, way back in the beginning of the uh, craft beer revolution. I mean, when I started, there were four breweries in the state and I think now there's like eight in the North Penn School District. So I did that a long time ago, but I've, I've done a number of different things. I was a high school teacher for a while. I did graduate work in archaeology. We dug at Valley Forge. It's just spectacular stuff. Up until recently, I was trying to open a brewery in Lansdale, but that whole thing fell apart right before the pandemic and I'm not sure that's a bad thing. I'm married to Kathy Farrell. So, uh, she's actually working on a project to put tiny houses in Philadelphia, I think called Sanctuary Village. So she does some, some really great work. And I've got four kids who are just uh, the best kids around and a couple of grandchildren and the dog, Jenny. Uh, and that's generally what I am. I, I'm a pretty boring guy, actually. I spend a lot of time driving sandwiches around the city. Well, why don't you tell me about these sandwiches? What is it? What is Bread Drop? Is we consider it kind of emergency supplies for people who need food. I've done food programs for homeless folks for about eight years. And when the pandemic started, the things we were doing just weren't safe. You couldn't sit down in a big room with folks and have a meal and hang out and kill some time. So we had to come up with something that was different than that model. And pretty quickly, we, we centered on a thing where people would make sandwiches in their homes, in in their own bubble. They'd make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, put it in a Ziploc bag, and drop it off at a number of locations around the area. I would pick them up and then take them to social service agencies or food pantries that would then distribute them around. A lot of them go to, a lot of them go to people who are living outside. A number of them go to uh, lunch programs for school kids. When the school shut down, you know, some kids don't get breakfast, so they don't get lunch. So, and then some of them also go to uh, 
food pantries like the email program up in Souderton at Emanuel Lutheran up in Souderton. They, they put them in their, their bags of food that go out to everybody. So what it is, is it's a safe way to make a difference. And I'm the logistics guy. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. We're, we've almost made 200,000 sandwiches and I have yet to make one. I, I, just, I just drive them around with a couple of other people. All volunteer work, all supported by people's donations and, and some grants and some donations that, that people can make on the email website. So, Lou, who inspired you to, to start doing this this bread drop initiative? Uh, it, it, it's not as much a who inspired me. It's more of a situation that inspired me. Just that we we needed a different model to be able to get food out to people. And the population that we serve is largely people who are unhoused. But we're we're in three counties now. We've really, we've really expanded this thing. So yeah, the situation is is more the inspiration rather than rather than a person. We we just I I know that people need need food, and we just had to figure out we had to get creative and figure out a way to do it. And what what's what's most interesting to me is you know the the model hasn't changed there's been very little change since april of 2020 we we've kept the same model what has increased is the number of partners and the numbers of sandwiches that we've added Hey, you ready to take flight this summer? I mean, I know everyone coming out of COVID is ready to go on a trip. But have you been by our pub? We actually have a flight menu. We have a IPA flight. We have a flight that's actually doctored and curated by the bartenders right there. We have special event flights. Like we have May the 4th flight and our drag flight. And we have just special event flights. In addition, you can order your own lineup for individual paddle flights you can also do and this is really cool try to challenge yourself on a mystery flight if you get all four right you get a free 12 ounce pour so it's always a good challenge and not to forget we have all the beer flights that's like 18 almost 18 beers 16 to 18 beers depending on the drafts right there at your table time to take flight friends roundguysbeer.com What's a normal turn of sandwiches? We're doing between, uh, weekly, we're doing between 1,900 and probably about 2,800. Depends on, it depends on a million different things. But but that's our range. Uh, we're, we're doing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but we're also doing snack bags, which are like a quart size Ziploc, has five different things in it, like a, a mix of sweet and savory. So it'll be some cookies, some, uh, you know, raisins are big. Potato chips are, are always a hit. So we're doing those. And then we're also, uh, a year ago, we I, I asked around, I asked our distributors what, what they needed. And uh, everybody said fresh fruit. So we have, we have a, all it is is an apple and orange in a Ziploc. So those are our three 
major main things that we're uh, we're distributing and we're doing you know we're, we're doing probably probably 300 snack bags a week uh, a couple hundred fruit bags and you know 19 to 2800 3,000 sandwiches. Martin Luther King Day is coming up. We're going to get a big load of stuff. That's going to be a challenge to distribute it because uh, uh, last year we got a big load of extra sandwiches and we had to go out and date up new partners immediately. It, it's pretty standard. And what, what what really impresses me the most about, about the people I work with, I have about 70 people working on the production side. And they've largely been the same people throughout this whole thing. I mean, there's 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 one group that likes to watch 60 Minutes, a family group, six of them, and they get together uh, every Sunday night and knock out 100 sandwiches. And they've been doing that since April 2020. There's, there's one woman, she's 70 sandwiches a week. But then there's, you know, the lunch pail crew that, that do, you know, two loaves of bread every week. But the thing is, they're consistent and they've been doing it every week every week throughout uh, spring, summer, fall, winter. I'm just so impressed with the people that work on this project. When you decided to do a PB&J campaign, right, it makes plenty of sense to do PB&J, something that holds quite a while. Provided, I guess you have it, you know, packaged up, you're able to really, you don't have to worry about temperature too much. You don't have to worry about, you know, too many factors affecting it. Peanut butter came around because of my experience working with uh, folks who are living outside. And, and you're right, it's got a it's got a good shelf life. I mean, we're, we're, we're actually very lucky at the beginning of the pandemic, Philadelphia COVID fund uh, gave me a grant and I was able to pick up two big commercial refrigerators. So that was a help. Uh, I mean, originally I was, you know, driving around with them in the trunk of my Camry and hoping the nights were cold, you know? So, uh, but <laughs> you know, peanut butter and jelly works, works, pretty well for that. Our, our snack bags, you know, they're, they're, as long as the mice in the garage don't get at them, they're, they're, they can hold pretty indefinitely. And, and the fruit, you know, we have plenty of room for refrigeration for that. We just got a grant from the Lutheran Synod. Uh, they're, they're giving us 5000 bucks, and we're combining that with a bunch of other grants that we've gotten, donations we've gotten to put a refrigerator up at uh, Emmanuel Lutheran. That's going to enable us to change some of the things that we're doing and be able to offer some, some more healthy alternatives. We're going to partner with Garden of Health uh, Food Bank over in Hatfield. Uh, I don't want to be the guy who's giving out Cheetos forever. So maybe we can get food that people like uh, that might be better for them. We got plain white bread. That way it'd be more universal for the carbohydrate part of the of the meal. And the one, the loaf that, that we picked up was like 22 slices in that loaf. And then Brown Guys supplied the peanut butter and the jelly. We had a, a big container of the peanut butter, one of those big tubs, the white tubs, you know. Took your knife and have about maybe, mm, I don't know, eight the cup maybe even. I, I spread like some on the one side and then some on the other side. That. You have a good coating on both, and then the jelly doesn't, you know, make it all soggy. Just basically took that about a cup of peanut butter, spread it between the two, and then put the jelly in between. Not too much jelly, but enough to make it taste extra good. Put them together, put them in a Ziploc bag, 
put them all inside another bag that we, you know, we collected all of our peanut butter and jellies that we made. We gave them to Scott and Sarah. Yeah, it was, it was a good experience and we had fun doing it together. partnerships on the recipient side were you able to secure and, and how difficult was that was that through the partnerships that you had through manual lutheran did they already have well, preset organizations that they paired up with and you just kind of piggybacked on them or was it something that you went knocking on different doors or is this something from your past when you used to help out in in a different manner so there's there's two partnerships that that that, that are that are very important to me. The first Presbyterian pastor passed me on to a group called Chester East Side. I grew up in Delaware County. I, I, I know that area pretty well. I think it's important to be, for me personally, it's important to be uh, working in Chester. That's a, that's a city that's been back on its heels for a long time. And the people that, that I work with down there are, are wonderful. They're doing inspirational work. We can do more with them. And I, I, I just enjoy, enjoy every week when I go down to Chester East side to, uh, to drop off some sandwiches and spend some time with them. Cause they're not only are they doing a food pantry, they're doing lunches for people, but they have a clinic in there. They're doing COVID stuff. They're doing family medicine. I mean, Zillian Wilkinson, uh, who, who's the director down there, is just doing inspirational work. So, so they're, they're important to me personally. The other is is sort of a more interesting thing. My my son got married in the middle of COVID, and we were having an outside kind of uh, rehearsal dinner. And I was complaining to this woman about how, uh, man, I got all these sandwiches. I don't know what to do with them. It's a real pain in the ass. It's like backing up my garage. And 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 she just kind of laughed and said, "You don't know what I do, do you?" It turns out that the mother of the bride. Liz Hagedorn is the director for of the community food program for the Philadelphia Archdiocese, and so just by by this meeting, they take a thousand twelve hundred sandwiches a week from us, and so Liz takes them. She lives in Ambler. I go and load up her car every every Wednesday morning. She takes it down to their driver in Center City, who then takes them around to Kensington, Hunting Park, North Philly, Upper Darby. So they're they're my most valuable partnership uh, as far as distribution goes. But the most important partnership are the people who are making the sandwiches and have been doing it every week since the beginning of the pandemic. The healthy in general. But if you're out there on the street, especially if you're out there on the street, maybe not the, the kids in the school, but if you're out there on the street, you're moving probably the whole time, right? You're probably not stationary a lot of that right. time. And the right. snack bags probably burn. You probably burn through those pretty fast, I would assume. So your future, your vision for the future of this, this food drop campaign, the bread drop, what, what is that vision? What, what would you ideally like to see five years down the road for this campaign? The end of hunger in America. And, and frankly, I'm horrified that I'm the guy who's been put in charge of solving hunger in, in the Philadelphia area. I mean, I got no skills for this. You know, I'm not a professional food guy, you know? Yeah, I wish that's going to happen, but it's unlikely to happen. I frankly don't know where this is going and haven't known where it was going since the beginning. We just react to what we see in front of us. 
I, I see our partnership with uh, with Emmanuel Lutheran growing, becoming closer. The way it's handled right now is they're they're very local. They do uh, they do food for people in that area. I'm the more wide ranging person. I mean, we're we 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 have a partner in Philadelphia that that we work with. Uh, we uh, I drive down to uh, Norwood, Delaware County, and uh, Chester every week. Uh, so we're we're in three counties, so we're in a larger area than they are in Southerton. And I'm not sure how that partnership's going to look, but each time we, we've made changes to it, it's been for the better. Yeah, I'm sorry I dodged the uh, dodge answering your question, <laughs> but but it, it's it, this whole situation is so dynamic. There's so many variables, and and it just is changing all the time that. To, to think about where it's going to be in a couple of years or uh, next week is, is kind of difficult. And speak, we were speaking about Jimi Hendrix. One of the biggest, one of my most fun things I've done was play the national anthem as Jimi Hendrix in the Phillies game. That was fun. Learn about great music you need to know about on the Tonal Shift with Steve William Johnson. Check it out right here on the Round Guys Radio Network. drop activities considering bread, bread drop is relatively when it you know it, it's a, a low impact activity on the volunteer side any organizations from out throughout the country that want to that have inquired about the program that you've started yeah so we're i mean yeah you're right you're right uh, i mean this is a simple machine there's not a lot of moving parts to it on the surface but we do have i, I was contacted by a group in cherry hill new jersey and another in uh, Ridley Park, Pennsylvania, and they've essentially lifted our model and they're doing something very similar. You know, I kind of joke that we're open to franchising. Uh, you know, anybody who who sees what we're doing and likes it, I'll teach you how I do it. It'll take you an hour, you know? So if anybody out there wants to be the be the bread drop franchisee, I'm there to help you out. The, you know, the, uh, we'll, we'll, make, we'll make sure you get up and running real quickly. Lou, how would they reach out to you? We do have a Facebook page, uh, the Bread Drop Facebook page. Uh, contact information is on there. And if you scroll around on that, that'll give you a pretty good idea about what we're doing. You know, well, I'm easy to get a hold of. Uh, just just call me up. We'll set up a meeting. That's all. I want to do something with my staff first. I wanted to provide an opportunity for people to, you know, we talk about uh, giving back and, and being part of the community, all that kind of thing. And, and for some of our staff live in the community, some, some live outside. That's a way for us to support even a larger community. I know this goes into Philadelphia, but what I'm hoping, uh, especially this being our, the celebration of our 10th year, I'm looking for different ways to get the community involved, not just be a brewery that says, Hey, we want to support our community, but, but how do, how, how can we actively get involved by, by physically doing things?
Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Inside the Brewery. I'm always honored that I can share these stories with you. At the end of the day, my heart is always making stories. And this is a fun, great process. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoy what we're doing here. Hope you guys enjoy the brand. Hope you guys enjoy everything about Round Guys. And I hope that this is just another little piece that you guys cling on to and thoroughly love. Please provide some comments, reviews, ratings on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts, please, if you could, give us a five-star or give us a shout-out. Let us know you're listening, and we really appreciate it. You can find out more about this podcast and any of the links that were associated with this show by simply going to roundguysbrew.com slash podcast. Thank you, and have a great week.